Hello, this is Pastor Andrew. I just wanted to go ahead and provide just a small devotional today, uh, just reviewing some of the information we've been covering in the church services. And this is uh, going back to the message on the work of grace. And I just wanted to reiterate some of the, the points that we've discussed and just kind of uh, hope that it encourages you and keeps the Word of God alive in your daily walk today. Uh, but in general, if you recall, if you watched the service, the work of grace is uh, derived from Titus chapter 2, verse 11. And today we're going to cover the first three verses. It says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> There's just so much encouragement in those words. And, and what I want you to takeaway today is just the importance of realizing that God is working in your life today and that if you'll allow God to work he'll show you the places that he's working and he'll uh, allow you to volunteer and jump on board with him so uh, one of the things that we hear in the world today is that you know is God working uh, is it wrong for me to try to make things happen on my own and I think the important thing for a Christian to hold on to is that it's all God's work you know, the beginning of Rick Warren's book on the Purpose Driven Life going back several years uh, began with, it's not about you. And the truth is, that's hard for us to swallow because it's really not about us. It's about what God's doing. And we just are honored and privileged to know that God is working. He's not dead. He's active. He's uh, doing all kinds of things in the world. We don't always know how he's working or what he's going to do next, but we also are privileged to know that he's working and he's using you and I. Uh, the work of grace, according to this passage, is working in bringing salvation to all men. Now, I see this as uh, God the Father is at work. His grace is coming out to mankind. Uh, and primarily, uh, the Holy Spirit is, is doing this. God the Holy Spirit is bringing salvation to all men. You know, the Bible says that if Jesus be lifted up, he will draw all men unto himself. And John tells us that when the Helper comes, he will convict the world of sin. And so I believe that God is bringing salvation to all men by allowing the Holy Spirit to go forth and convict the world of sin. He goes before us and he allows the world to know that while you wish you were good, while you may have been told that you were good, the truth is we're all keenly aware of our need for salvation and of our sin. We all know that we try to do well, we try to do right, and oftentimes we fail. The Holy Spirit allows us to recognize our failures so that God can move and say, you need a Redeemer and here I am, says Christ. So God's grace is at work, and it's work bringing salvation to all men. It's also working you and I. When we bring the gospel, really, we're instruments of God working through us to share the gospel with people. Romans tells us that Paul's not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We need to bring that salvation to all men, and God's grace is working through you and I and primarily through the Holy Spirit. God's grace is also at work in dis discipling. Disciplining, discipling believers. Uh, the word uh, disciple actually is where we get our word discipline. It is a word that is uh, attached not necessarily to negative chastisement, although that, that's part of it, but more so a, a word that says you and I are uh, working to, to master a field, a discipline, and that the Holy Spirit and God and His grace through the work of Christ is working to discipline you and I to make us into disciples. And it does that in two ways. One, it says you have to deny ungodliness and worldly desires, and rather you have to go and live sensibly, righteously, and godly. 
I used to tell a story about uh, MTV back in the days when people were still watching MTV and how it had uh, gone away from music and more to reality shows. And a show that I could just never get over was <clears throat> My Super Sweet 16, uh, My Sweet 16 uh, birthday party. And it was a show about girls having these overly blown up extravagant parties. And, and most of them were just, to be honest, uh, selfish brats. And there was no good being done by the parents in allowing them to have these extravagant parties. And um, the world we live in idolizes and glamorizes the absurd. The Christian needs to be sensible, needs to be uh, living in a way that says there's a time for everything under the sun, there is a, a, a time to rejoice, there's a time uh, to cry, but there's also uh, a steadiness to the Christian that we don't go to the extremes, we aren't flying off the handle, we aren't living for the drama, we are actually are living in God's drama and we are steady rocks in this world. We need to live sensibly, righteously, and godly. God has made us righteous through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, and he calls us now to live in that righteousness, to actually do deeds of righteousness ourselves through the power of the Holy Spirit. And in that way, we become like God himself. And all of these things uh, culminate in verse 13, where it says we're looking towards the blessed hope, the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the Christian's hope. And today, if you're, if you're feeling frustrated, discouraged, tired, exhausted, worn out, a new week, I want you to be encouraged by the fact that God's grace is working. And one of the ways it does that, one of the ways he works, is he puts in you and I a desire for Christ's return. And so be looking for Christ's return. Be uh, looking for the ways that God is moving even through you and I today. But just remember that all of the hardship that we endure today is just temporary. In the sweet by and by, we'll look back on these times and say, my goodness, uh, what, a, what a small part of my eternal life that was. And yet right now we feel it acutely, sharply, sometimes just the weight of the world on us. One of the ways that you can get through these times is to remember Jesus is coming again. Our Bible ends with, come Lord Jesus, come quickly. And we say amen and amen. I hope this is encouraging to you today. Remember, God's grace is working. It will work through you. And the Holy Spirit is at work all around us. So open our eyes. Let's look for opportunities to join him in his work. God bless.